You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to Shadow History. I'm Stephanie. I am the color man, Big Dev. Teehee. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm Dave. We're here. Yay. Yay! With another fresh episode of, you know, history stuff and junk, stuff. you know. <laughs> stuff, junk. And things. Useless, useless information. <laughs> hey, it's not useless. I learn something every time we do these shows. I love it. And, and hopefully our listeners do too. You know? it, especially about the uh, the, the descriptive uh, descriptions of sheet penis. Or I feel like that was, yeah. that was the big takeaway from, from the last episode. Yeah. Yes, very important information and, that we are sharing what, with people. And the things that can be stuffed into other things. I mean, who knew? Right. <laughs> I mean, you can I stuff had an pretty much. <laughs> you can stuff anything into anything, apparently. Yeah. And, and again, we're, I mean, the internet proves that to be true. That's that. <laughs> it's got a hole. It can be stuffed. <laughs> exactly. It's got a hole. <laughs> even, even if you have to make one that wasn't there before, it, it can be stayed. Right. <laughs> Uh, so today, Melissa is going to be the historian, um, but before we get down to the history, you know how we do. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. We. <sighs> All right, girlfriend, take it away. We are doing Orchid Delirium. So it was the uh, 19th century Victorian era England obsession with orchids <laughs> so it's people get obsessed with weird stuff but orchids i mean they're pretty and they smell good they do worst and things they, to be obsessed with <laughs> and they can't like they they're con- they were considered rare and elusive because they didn't really grow very much in england so anytime anyone would find one it was like you know oh i want this kind of thing but um right it actually started off by accident so in the early 1800s, um, William John Swan- Swainson, Swainson, <laughs> Swainson, Swainson, oh. <laughs> no, oh, that snort, and that wasn't me this time, guys. That was Melissa. <laughs> that snort is not mine. It's usually me, but it just <laughs> it, it it usually is, yeah. It is, yeah. Um, he was a British naturalist. And he was in Brazil collecting exotic plants to take back for study. And he would pack with roots and plants from different varieties that he deemed worthless. And it included an orchid that hadn't bloomed yet. So he had no idea it was a flower. And then um, by the time he got back from Brazil to England, it had bloomed. And it was just fascinating to people because of how it looked. And it was different. So first it was like, I just want to look at it. And then it became, I want to own all of them. <laughs> you know, because rich people It be became rich. a real serious hoarding situation. <laughs> yeah, like rich people were like, well, I need to own this. And it's going to tell me, tell everybody that I'm rich. You know, because that's right. what Victorians do. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, again, like, like with the last episode, people just had to have sheep's penises because they were rich. And, like, it proves that they had status. Yeah. So these yeah. orchids did the same thing. They were thing. status symbols. Yep. They, mm-hmm. The more orchids you had, the more one-of-a-kind ones you had. You were, you know... know. Fancy! <laughs> yeah, you were fancier, <laughs> I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so, people obviously became obsessed with them. Um, they would, like, 
get greenhouses to grow them in, which was challenging because they didn't really grow in England. So you had to have the perfect. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, England is not the best. Yeah. Environment to be trying to grow orchids. Yeah. So yeah, right. they're not right. not really known for their or their vast fields of orchids. Yeah, they're, right. they're yeah they're they're tropical <laughs> climate. No, and there were more than twenty five thousand species of orchids, but obviously not many grew in England. So, um, but people would spend you know thousands to actually hire somebody, which they were called orchid hunters, <laughs> and they would. They would they would spend thousands of dollars, take a group of people, go all over the world and look for orchids. I feel like that's like the worst like HGTV show coming up this fall. Yeah. Next week on Orchid Hunters. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, you know, hey, but it sounds it sounds like a pretty good gig though. Like you get to travel and all you have to do is like find some flowers. Like, okay. Well find me up. <laughs> Well, because, uh, yeah, obviously, like, rich people aren't going to put their lives at risk and go traveling. Right. Um, <laughs> they were even free agent orchid hunters, so they weren't hired. They were freelance. And they would travel, find exotic orchids, bring them back, and then bid and auction them off to the highest bidder. So they would make money Ooh. that way. <laughs> um, but, of course, you know, with the, the good stuff comes the seedier stuff. Seedier. <laughs> Of course. of course. Or more seedy. Yeah. So there were fake orchid hunters. They would um, take the money of whatever rich people were trying to, like, wanting orchids. They would go to, like, Paris and spend it all, live it up with all this money. And then once they would get low on money, they would just buy, like, a regular orchid in Paris and bring it back. <laughs> like, oh, no, no. <laughs> Tis a very rare orchid, I swear. that's ingenious though you have to go to you know somewhere really nice spend all the money and then you pay like five dollars for this regular ass orchid and you're like look what i brought you i just had a free vacation you know i love that i mean it's shady but i get it the origin of the middleman market there you go yeah um but i mean you know some orchid hunters obviously like when you're you're competing with other teams because, you know, you're hiring different people. They would go to great lengths to protect their best spots that they would go to and keep them secret. They would give other groups false information. So they would go to the wrong spot. Um, Yeah. They would have rival teams that would battle over flowers and territories. (laughs) This oh. sounds like some weird Victorian version of Pokemon. Oh, oh yeah, I was going like the, I'm, I'm just picturing like the worst version of West Side Story ever. <laughs> like rival orchid hunter gangs like snapping at each other. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they would they would ruin the other like team's flowers. They would steal them, hold people at gunpoint for information. Um yeah. man crazy um and then of course you know not just that but the locations they would go to weren't always safe you know I mean, you're in the jungle sometimes so people right. would get mauled by tigers um attacked by yeah, attacked by native <laughs> tribes people got burned alive by native tribes in the area who were caught 
um, disease, obviously, just randomly disappearing mm-hmm. into the jungle because you get lost. <laughs> Getting so what you're saying is it's lucrative, but extremely dangerous, but depending dangerous. on where you're looking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you could get that one rare orchid that you could sell for a lot of stinking money, but you're putting your life at risk. <laughs> yeah. It's I, not I, worth it. If I might get eaten by a tiger... No yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna stick Feel with the broken. go to Paris, buy a cheap orchid, blow all yeah. their money, and come. Right. Yeah, that's that's not, that's perfectly acceptable to me. It sounds better and better the further we get. Safer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just be a really good salesman, and you could pitch that. I mean, <laughs> excuse me. So, of course, there was there there was somebody that wrote a book about techniques for taking care of orchids because. People didn't know what the heck they were doing. So they would want orchids, but they would just, you know, die. It's like, imagine spending like thousands of dollars on these flowers. <laughs> they just die because you don't know how to care for I'd them. I'd be pissed. I feel like, yeah. like these, are the, these are the same people that, that now write parenting books. Because <laughs> people, people have no idea what the hell to do with them once they have them. And then, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, for Frederick Sanders became the orchid king. He... Uh, Built an orchid empire that uh, employed nearly two dozen orchid hunters. He had a farm with uh, in St. Albans, England, with sixty greenhouses, and he had farms <coughs> in New Jersey and Belgium. And in eighteen eighty six, he was named the official well, world well, orchid grower to Queen Victoria. I love the his friends in exotic locations like New Jersey <laughs> and Belgium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, shit. New Jersey. Well, had greenhouses I mean, when places. you think when you think of New Jersey, do you really think that is like a a place of orchid collection? <laughs> right. That would. No, that's, that is pretty exotic. It <laughs> is a place of like disease I mean, collection. Yeah. <laughs> the weather might have been better than like England. My lord, behold! I have found the Snooky orchid for you. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you paint this? Orchid orange? <laughs> no, 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 my lord. It comes that way, and requires a requires a regiment of GTL. You must must have gym tan laundry in o- in order to to maintain the orchid properly. What's the under a heat lamp for four hours Sorry. a day? Yes, it, it requires a, a strict a strict diet of steroids and Goldschlager, my lord. <laughs> Hunting and collecting in the wild became illegal. It was banned in 1973 by the Convention on International Trade in Endangered Species of Wild Fauna and Flora. That is a full. Wait, did thing. did you say? Did you say 1973? Yeah. So up until 1973, this was still a thing. <laughs> like, I guess so. I don't know if like it doesn't say like orchid hunting was a big thing. So I'm thinking like maybe it died down. But, I mean, I'm figuring that most things that were, like, ridiculous, like, orchid hunting, died down during the Great Depression. (laughs) Right. Well, and now I'm just, like, I'm picturing a bunch of, like, I'm picturing a bunch of, like, lawmakers sitting around going, all right, you know what? Let's look back at some of the really dumb shit that's happened and and just pass a law to make sure it never happens again. Like, let's... Part of the problem was that um, the hunting and smuggling, which is apparently still a thing, though they still do it, 
of rare orchid species has been a large contributing factor to extinction of some orchid species because of these people wanting orchids so bad. Oh, but she, oh, but sure. You see, we hear about the elephants and we hear about the tigers, but do we hear about the orchids? No, Nobody all orchids matter. Orchid lives matter. There you go. That's 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 mm-hmm. what that's. <laughs> <laughs> I just find it fascinating that, like, I mean, I get like when something is rare, um, it raises its value, like in in, in the mind of people, um, but. It's just a flower. Like, but then again, like if you look at like people who work in like horticulture and gardening and like that's their life, like this kind of stuff is really, really fascinating. But to me, I'm just like, it's just a dang flower, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, like, you know, obviously, what? like now you can get orchids anywhere in the grocery store. Yeah. I mean, they're not like rare types per se, but you can get them in grocery stores. But I do, I, I think you were right. I think this was. Home. This was this was Pokemon Go for for horticulturists. It it really really yeah. was. Got to catch them gotta all. Got to catch them all, baby. Got to catch them all. Twenty five thousand <laughs> species, man. I got to have all of them. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I wonder if the Ugh. orchid king. I wonder if the orchid king did. <laughs> right? Can I see your your Pokedex orchid king? <laughs> your your, your Orchidex. I mean, he was Orchidex, the, yeah. the, the official royal orchid grower to Queen Victoria. So. <laughs> Ooh, fancy. Yeah. He knew his orchids. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's interesting. Like, I like how we all kind of find, like, stuff. Like, I've never heard of that. Yeah. It, it's such a weird, like, niche, bizarre thing in history. I mean, I think a lot of people talk, when they talk about history, they go for, like, the big wars. And they go for, like, these things that we kind of all know a little bit about. But what I like about our show is we found some really weird stuff that I have never heard of before. Yeah. So yay for shot of history, for hunting out the, the weird, weird stuff, man. That's history. what I go for. That that is literally yes. what I type into my Google search. I type weird history into my Google search. I not even lie. That's how I find them. And she, <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> and then I, I find and, something and I go, "Hey, that's really cool. Can I do a whole show on that?" I mean, let me go ahead and deep dive on that. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, and 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 Deb looks up. Sheep's penises. So that's how he. That's, that's what, what I'm he here Googled. for. Yeah, we all have our own thing. That's yeah. Again, it. let's let, let's just all hope that none of us wind up in the situation where our search histories are being subpoenaed. Like, let's let's. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Nobody I don't know wants about you, but I do hope for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would actually like to have my search history read into an official record. That'd be great. I don't think Rob would. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it shows here that on on this day you sure you search for sheep's penis and local markets. <laughs> Do you care to explain? <laughs> no, no. Would you, Would you please elaborate on that for the court? And then the next day you search for laws about sheep thievery. <laughs> <laughs> there was something about orchid hunting. <laughs> oh my god All right, I think it's time to pop out the plugs 
Go ahead, Dave. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. So Podcast Detroit, all the things on the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the Twitters. Uh, also do a little show called IT in the D, um, where we, uh, for what it's worth, if you're interested about the whole, like the facts and science about the COVID thing, go find our episodes with Fred Brown on them. Um, he is an epidemiologist uh, that has an outstanding resume. Um, he's one of the guys that developed the HIV test, uh, and he's got about 10 vaccines to his credit. Uh, and he does a great job breaking things down and just explaining things without spin, without politics, just raw science and data and numbers, uh, and they're great. Awesome. Uh, you know, SourcePoint Press, Deepwater Games, N3, Oxi Media, all those things. Uh, fuck Steve, fuck Jefferson. And yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> awesome. Uh Check out stephaniemenard.com for most of your Stephanie Menard needs. Also, check out Rocket Inc. Studios. There's a ton of really cool um, graphic novels and, and different things that they're putting out. Most of my stuff is published through them, and we're going to be um, doing okay. some cool stuff that's coming up that I'll talk about when it's officially official. So, uh, yeah, check all that stuff out. And thank you guys so much for listening to Shot of History. Until next time, I'm Stephanie. I am the Color Man Big Dev. I'm Melissa. And still Dave. <laughs>